Oh, fuck. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> it's all happening. Okabe <laughs> is from a far future, a dystopian future, where time travel has already been perfected by CERN and they have used it to control the world. Okabe is part of a project to go back in time and unfuck the world, and that project is being overseen by uh, John Titer, who is communicating through his present time into the past with uh, Okabe. The organization is actually real and has their own agents sent back in time to try and find the other people sent back in time and stop them from unfucking time. Makase might have ties to that organization. And that is why Amane is saying, hey, don't trust her. Okay, Anthony. Uh, he eats a lot of vegetables. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And welcome back to my first anime, Steins Gate. This week, we will be covering episodes five through eight. I am Chris Bailey. Uh, Monkey, also known as Savadol. And I am Anthony Vaught, name subject to change. I have to say, now eight episodes in, I am putting both the opening and the ending in the S tier. Oh, I'm The not. opening is joining the ranks of Tank... And uh, Attack on Titan Season 1 and fucking Evangelion opening. Mm. Maybe Bacchano opening. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, this hacking to the gate is firmly in S tier. I'm just going to say uh, I kind of had to skip throughout these episodes this week. But it's only because I was running behind. Unlike everybody else in this lobby, I'm super busy winning my empire. It's your empire? <laughs> Motherfucker's waiting for the bus. He's secretly an NBC show. <laughs> but yeah, I was just super busy, so I had, to, I had to find some way to cut some time, and the openings was a time. Also, I had to put the video up to 2.0 speed, so uh, yeah, real fast. Yikes. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Come on, you guys. Oh, okay. That's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck. Okay. Let's talk about episode five. No anime minute this week? Um, I actually forgot. I don't really have anything. I, I'm trucking away on trails of cold steel for but i'm still formulating my thoughts on that and i'm afraid if i start talking about it i won't stop so <laughs> i've been neg neglecting this mention it no okay i thought you forgot about it but now you've been neglecting it okay that's fine uh as my anime minute i have nothing to say i've been i've been rewatching avatar less albendo a little bit just really slow on it and um been watching that new sunday anime whatever it's called it's like jingenshi or whatever it's called i think i might drop it it's getting kind of boring. Anthony? Um, so I finished Blood on Zeus, so I didn't mention that last week. Yep. So I did Blood on Zeus. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say it's amazing, but I they had a story to tell, and I liked their story. They do have a story to tell, and I liked it. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you're like a super Greek mythology guy, they might have rubbed Hello. you the wrong way if they didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're a, a Chris of the group. Um, but as far as... Like, I, I like the story. Um, I had to get used to the animation. It was my first from that, I guess, studio, which apparently they did Castlevania as well, what I've been hearing. So uh, The animation's great. No, the animation's pretty bad, dude. Either way, I had to get used to it. Um, but yeah, like I said, they had a story to tell. They told it. Um, I 
probably give a solid eight out of ten. Okay. Okay. That's all for anime minute. Oh, actually, no, it ain't. Hold on, let me find this. So what was so <laughs> I accidentally just because it was on the main Crunchyroll website um, when I was done with this, I watched the first like five minutes of uh, Wakekaru. I don't know what that is. Sport climbing girls. Oh, so, okay. I found it. Iwakakuru. Okay. Iwakakuru. Yeah, hi. I'm not very good at that. Why did you watch the first five minutes of this show? Uh, truthfully, it was because, like, dude, these bitches were, f- or these women were flexing. <laughs> God mm, okay. damn. The show looks extremely horny. Oh, it I bet is it is very. And it makes me happy. <laughs> so it's like, it's about women who uh, try to knock each other off this mat. And it's like in the middle of a pole. And they can't use their hands or feet. So they have to use like the butts and boobs to knock each other off the mat. Oh, oh I don't know that. <laughs> Dude, fuck it's anime. Big... Anime's done. God damn, these women are buff, Anthony. This is as good as Yeah, the look. only problem is they are high school. Welcome to anime. I know. <laughs> Why couldn't they have been in college? Anime doesn't know what college is. Yeah, Further dude. your education, and then we can talk about being horny. Like the first, like she finds, uh, I think, like I literally, this is just a quick, like she walks through looking for clubs and she finds this wall, like starts climbing it and is like, this is kind of cool. And then, like, each thought she's climbing, it's just down her, like, the breast area. And I was like, ah, come on, man. <laughs> dude, it's, it's all high school. You have to get used to the high school. In anime. I'm just going to pretend that they put college. You could do whatever you want, dude. Just remember, these are all <laughs> fictional girls, so it doesn't really matter. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that was my anime minute and a half, I guess. Anthony, I'm going to teach you real quick. Okay, listen. All right, let's go. Japanese is phonetic language, at least for oh, pronunciation. Fuck. It's a phonetic language. So everything is said exactly like it looks, except everything is typically broken down into mostly two characters, um, except for some. So that would be e wa would be how that is broke is how the first word is broken up. Make sense? Nope. Because there's an I there. Yeah, the the I makes an E sound in Japanese. Oh, okay. And the Japanese. E makes an I A we were sound. Talking about because you just said read as it is, and I was like, well, if I'm reading as it is, that's an I. Well, yeah, but now knowing that it makes the E sound, it'd be Iwakakeru. Make sense? Iwakakeru. Nope. Let's go. <laughs> God damn it! It's so <laughs> simple. Episode 5, Star Mind Rendezvous. We open on Amane in the shop. She's looking at a trinket thing. Do either of you know what that is? Because I did not, like, pause and look at it. Uh, it's, uh, that's the girl with the pigtails, right? Yes. Um, I don't, yeah, she's looking at, it's like her own little personal item, I think. Yeah, but did you manage to get any sense of, like, what it is? No, it's just, like, some her, like, jewelry trinket. That's all I got. Um, okay. I have a feeling that's what Mr. Braun gave to her. Mr. Braun? You think Mr. Braun gave it to her? Or, wasn't that our hot take? Is that she's the daughter? No, no, no. My hot take is that Moeka's the daughter. Oh. I thought this girl was the one that I thought was her. I don't I, I don't think Amane is the daughter. But. I don't think so, either. It's my hot take. <laughs> I mean, it's very possible that it could be literally be fucking anyone because they turned to jail, apparently. Okabe is the daughter. Okay, yep. And that's why she's so afraid of him. She's like, fuck, that's what I'm going to become. Yep. And otherwise, we pick up right where we left off with uh, Okabe and Makise carrying the computer back. Amane asks what it is. 
and Okabe decides to monologue about it, but refuses to put it down. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> what are you doing? He's being an ass. And then she goes full attack mode. Yeah. Makise notices. She's like, Makise? Or um, Amane. Like, yes. Yeah. And then she just fucking like swings whatever weapon she has behind and goes into like fucking full attack mode. <laughs> oh, she just goes into like a fight stance. Yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> and then. I guess, I don't know if that's what happens, or I guess this happens a little bit after, which is, he's like, why did she want to attack me? <laughs> he was like, because you look like a thug. <laughs> oh my god, that's so Okabe, funny. Dude. Yeah, he's got some good lines. Yeah, he, I don't know why he's doing this, but it's, it's just funny. <laughs> um, Inside the apartment, Mayuri is lying on Daru's shirt, saying it's so big, it's like a futon. Good lord, fat man, you need to go beat it or something. He needs to just stop talking. He's so fucking horny. I know. I'm over him. Oh, I no. am too. I have to agree with you. He is so bad. These last episodes, this is too much of him. I think next episode, I'm like, alright, he's. I'm done. Yeah. I think I literally wrote down, I'm done with him. Yeah, I'm ready for him to get killed. Um, They get back to the apartment. They boot up the 5100. But it doesn't work. Daru needs parts. That's fine. Um, and in the meantime, Mayuri is going to show Makase around the lab. And Yuri is in the air. Oh, my God. That's funny. That was actually good. I love that. Yuri in the air. No, see, Okabe has a very similar line later that's way better. Yeah. This guy is just a sack of potatoes with opposable thumbs. But it wouldn't be as good unless the, unless the fat guy says it first. I don't agree. I, <laughs> I think Okabe's line worked because he was he's, he sounded exacerbated. He was like, all right, come the fuck on. Oh, this guy's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Mayuri shows Makase the shower, and she's like, don't use the shower ever again. It's suicide. <laughs> Promise me. <laughs> uh, and then she's like, are, are you a hostage or something? <laughs> she's like, yep. Yep, I am Okabe's hostage. I, I'm going to call the police. Oh, I forgot. Why did she stop? Because she's like, oh, I became the hostage myself, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, and Mike, at that point, Mike's just like, what the fuck ever, dude? What is going on? Amane and Okabe meet up at the shop. Amane helps them pick out some parts, and they go talk in the alley about uh, Amane knowing someone who knew how to operate the 5100 and that's why she knows so much about it so it's pretty confirmed at this point that she's either from the future or the past or some shit's going on right she is i think 100 percent from the future yes okay. she's a time traveler and i bet um what's her name is it mikase makase uh, yeah makase yeah. yeah i think she screws over the group or something like that i think that's what the thing is yeah, yeah, something. Because yeah, between that scene and then her knowing all this stuff, like it's pretty obvious she's got some. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I mean, she specifically says here Makase doesn't know anything yet, but be wary of her. Oh, yeah, but we get the whole conversation uh, with Okabe talking to um, Amane. Yeah, Amane about if uh, the Red Hell chick did anything to her, <laughs> like glared at all or anything like that. What Anthony said is hilarious. But she does yeah. say, uh, she does say she doesn't know anything yet. So we know those not history, futury between <laughs> those two characters. Time is a flat circle. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> it's a true detective joke. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know what that means. Okay. 
Yeah, and then a fucking plane drives by, right? Or do you guys? Yeah, a helicopter flies over, and Amane freaks out and thinks it's bombs. Bombs. He's like, huh? Yeah, Okabe's like, no, they're doing fireworks. Just fireworks. Yep. And she's like, can I get your email? No, no, no. First, she's like, fireworks. Wait. Oh, fireworks! I've heard of those. I've heard of those. Like what? Yeah, she doesn't know what corn is. She doesn't know what fireworks are. She's from the future. Yeah. You know what? She might not be that little girl. <laughs> Fuck. There goes my unless that unless they fucked that scene up because I'm pretty sure this like later on we see her watching fireworks with Imane, right? Yeah, I think Imane is from like the dystopia future. So we get to the lab scene, right? Uh there is something with Okabe, Mayuri, and Makase, I think. I th- I think they like run into each other again. And they just kind of grill each other. And then that's what Makase goes and puts on her lab coat, and Okabe loses his damn mind. God, I love this. <laughs> this is so good. He's like, yeah, my other two uh, lab, lab, lab members doesn't want to give me, doesn't want to wear science coats. <laughs> it's like, it's a uniform. Now quietly stand there with your hands in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that posing was so good. Yeah, it was so good. I love that. And her just so flustered that she's just going with it like, oh, what? Okay, I guess we're doing it. Yep. And then her stomach growls, right? Yeah. <laughs> he heats up a banana. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is is it is a heat up banana? I think. Does anybody I don't know? Think so. I have never heard of heating up a banana in a microwave and serving it to somebody. I think these people are just barely functional. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> this guy is able to make it time machine, but he's barely functional. Owens, I got you. Well, he's trying to Socially. fucking microwave bananas. Dude, he hands it to her and says, enjoy. I demand it. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. I want to use that line. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> I demand it. But no, that's no good. She will settle for salt-flavored cup ramen, though. We cut away to later that night. Um, and they are playing Rydnet Paddler. And Okabe is getting destroyed. <laughs> but Makise is drinking a Dr. Pepper. And Okabe sees this as a perfect bonding moment. Because he also enjoys Dr. Pepper. I'd love to drink with you someday. I'm underage. No, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I totally think he meant Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, he oh, did. Absolutely. Yeah. But no sane person would think you want to hang out and drink soda. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that's him. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of want to touch on it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, something here. All right. Um, I know we undercut with Dr. Pepper, but uh, she was talking a lot about the, the match they did, right? Mm-hmm. Where she was like, you focus only on your strategy, not the strategy of the attackers or the opposing team's strategy. And I feel like that'll come back up later. Yeah. And I think it's also just a little bit of an insight into his character where he is, for the most part, very focused on his own goals and objectives and methods and doesn't take other people into consideration that much. Um, I, I mean, we'll see kind of shortly that's not entirely true, but there definitely is some of that. But he does something weird at the end, though, doesn't he? Yeah, because he calls her or she calls him Okabe and he loses his fucking mind and starts screaming at her. Yeah, I wrote like when this guy sucks, he really sucks. Yeah, I don't I don't understand this chick at all because he just starts like, I don't know. It's weird because he was raised like completely different from all the other like people. She was raised to feel man, like, all the time, even though she puts up, like, a really strong front. I don't think that's true. I don't get that at all. Uh, I'm, whenever my, Mayuri is, like, 
um, what's it called? He shows up like, yeah, I take a shower sometimes. And she's like, oh, you should never do that. Like in front of these guys before. Well, she also thinks they're both perverts. Yeah, but but it's one of those things like Myri already like trust these guys. Like she is already like she's fine with these two people. She's, she knows they're not perverts. You get what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, one of them is. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I think, you know, she's pretty right to be skeptical of these people. Okabe is fucking insane. Yeah, but if you if if you think he's so insane, why would she be working with him? So that's where I want to step in. I think that you are right in that like a normal fucking human being would have immediately jettisoned and just get the fuck out. But I think she's so intrigued by like what they're actually doing that she wants to stay there. Like it's mentioned he's like, But you really like doing experiments though, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, actually they, a quote later on. And oh then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that that makes sense. It's just like she thinks heavily bad with men it, because we have seen several scenes with her like discussing how bad men is. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if it's all men or just like Okabe and this fucking weirdo because they are weird. Yeah, I mean, I I, I never got the sense that she was like she had a problem with men. Like, I'd like to see. I don't know. We'll I'll look into it more, but like. Well, let's see if, how she acts with Mr. Braun and stuff. <laughs> well, Mr. Braun is also kind of <laughs> a little... Yeah, he's, uh, he's more, like, protective of his daughter. At least he's relatable. Sure. So he starts yelling because, you know, he wants to be called Ho-O-Ween. And she's, like, she's crying. And Okabe's like, I don't know what I did wrong. And in the meantime, in the meanwhile, she's in the background saying, like, oh, it's, it's definitely not because... Uh, oh my, yeah, a man so was like scree- screaming in my face and basically threatening me. <laughs> and Dara's like, I'm pretty sure she just told you what she, you did wrong. Yeah, props for Dara for reading that room. Yeah. So we get all that stuff. It's super late, but the 5100 turns on. They got it. They did it. And that's the end of the series. <laughs> <laughs> they start going through the notes. It's a lot of stuff we kind of already knew. They talk more about the the LHC. They talk a bit about the lifter. Um, they show that step one was animal experiments or no, step three was animal experiments. Um, and then step four is human experiments, which is like, oh fuck, human experiments. They're already doing that. Remember? Cause the human was not compatible or whatever. Human mismatch. Human is dead. Mismatch. What does yeah. mismatch means? Do you guys like to discuss that? Because I do not understand what the. Yeah. If you're done with that thought, we can run into it real quick. Yeah. I think you need a specific, there's something specific you have to match. I, oh, obviously, because <laughs> mismatch, but uh, my guess at this moment, like, would be, fuck, actually, I don't know what it would be, but something, there has to be something, right, that causes you to not turn to gel. Uh-huh. And they're trying it, and it's just whatever they're trying, the people keep getting mis like, it's not a match, so they put mismatch. And I really, I don't really have any thing of what that would be right now. I would have to assume it's whatever quality is allowing um, Okabe to retain his memories, as we'll discuss later. Yeah, okay. And then kind of what I made reference to earlier, Okabe tries to send Makase home. Sorry, right before that. Um, so they we discussed the P1 or, or the program one or whatever, all that uh-huh. stuff, right? Yeah. Um, do you guys get some epic foreshadowing vibes when Daru was like, I'm a super hacker and... They'll never catch me dabbling in with this passwords. No, I did not. But I mean, that could be your hot take. 
Scissors. I scissors. feel like I wrote down the whelp. They're caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's oh, that. Okay. I didn't even think of that, but sure. I think mostly my brain was like, fucking Daru's talking. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. But uh, yeah, Okabe tries to send Makase home, and we kind of get this a couple of times with Makase and uh, I want to say a little bit of Moeka and um, also Mayuri. Okabe has kind of realized that like, oh, wait, we're in the shit now. Like, we're actually doing this. This is working. And, and there's a part of him that doesn't want to drag Makase into it. He he understands like legitimately, like he drops his fucking Halloween facade for a second and is like, this is actually super dangerous and she should not be involved in this. Now, just without delving too deep at the moment, would do you think that that's do you think that he's like obviously he's not all there or do you think there's any portion of him where he's like actually faking all this organization bullshit or do you think he's like actually messed up? I think it's a little of both. I mean, I will get some cell phone stuff that makes it pretty clear that he's at least partially faking it, you know? Yeah. I I, I fully expect a reveal in this series at some point of him to be like doing his phone bullshit and then someone responds and he's like what no one's supposed to be talking to me and yeah um i i do think he's definitely delusional to an extent but i don't think he's so unhinged from reality that he doesn't understand what he's doing gotcha yeah I, by by the end of eight i i actually think he might be a super interesting character but we'll we'll keep touching on that and then we get to talk about leg yarn's chest which i attempted to look up if you want to know about the Fire Emblem Heroes character Leg Yard, there's plenty of information out there for you. <laughs> if you would like to know about the Ye- Leg Yard's chest of Norse mythology, there's not very much. <laughs> okay. Um, what I did find is that it is a chest with nine locks that contains Leviton. Levitain, Levitain, I don't know how to pronounce Nordic. Um, it's a, a weapon crafted by Loki. It is the only weapon that could kill Vlupnir. Who's like a, I think it was a big rooster, so has something to do with Yggdrasil, the world tree. Um, so basically, big chest, nine locks, um, mystical weapon inside. Um, also, something of interest, or something kind of interesting, maybe, that I found while I was trying to look this up is someone said that chests in Norse mythology are typically guarded by female giants. Okay. So I don't, I, whether that means something or not, I don't know. But I just thought it was an interesting tidbit to consider. Um, so that's where we do, we're doing Operation Leg Yarns Chest or whatever. Uh, then we get the, the news articles where a dude was found dead in a wall in 1921 and he was a jelly man. And then another woman was found jellied somewhere and they're just going through and there were, I think they said 14 total of, of these experiments documented yeah. where people had turned into jelly in the past. Yep. Jelly people. There's a bunch of science talk, and then I think it's Makase is explaining, is making, like, the sponge analogy. Yeah. Where she says, like, oh, yeah, if you were to take the sponge and try and fit it in the drain, it doesn't work. But if you you could compress it to make it fit, but when you squeeze it, everything comes out and it becomes empty. And she thinks that's what's happening with the jelly people. Yeah, I was getting into this until fucking Potato Man spoke. (laughs) I don't, I didn't even write down, I don't think I wrote a single thing that he says. Good. We can just move on. <laughs> okay. Um, so, base, and this is where Okabe, you know, go, gives his like resolution that he wants to 
complete this before CERN does so that he can change the ruling structure of the world. Yeah. I think, yeah, he has a bit of his, like, mad scientist stuff here. Yep. And at this point, kind of to what Anthony was saying earlier, I think this is totally a front. Oh, yeah, this guy does not want to, like, this guy got way into over his head. He never expected to actually have the capability to become a world ruling mad scientist. Yeah, we noticed that in the later episodes of this um, for episode arc. Yeah. Uh, anything else on five? No. Cleans it up for really. me, homie. All right, we'll jump right into episode six, Butterfly Effects Divergence. We get a little bit of uh, Moeka is hanging out the satellite. We know it's been five days since it fell, which question here, um, the text went back a week. Oh, no, we're probably past that at this point because a bunch of days pass in these episodes. So ignore that question. Irrelevant. Question ignored. <laughs> Done. Great. <laughs> um, Moeka is texting. Someone tries to interview her and she runs away. Specifically to the question, could you tell us where you're from? <laughs> good point. Good point. And then she fucking grabbed her skates and she was out. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was the fact that she saw the cameras. She's afraid of getting her picture taken. Oh, that might be it too. I think it's that. I, I didn't think, think about that. I don't think it's the question. Even though she is super shy or super, I don't know what you call it, but like she's like an introvert. Yeah, I thought she was having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the cameras. I don't think she wants to be interesting filmed or anything like that because you saw you saw her look at the camera and she's like, Oh, fuck, I got to get away. Uh, we see that she has been texting with FB. Who's FB? We don't know. It's not John Tuna, because I think that's JT. Yep. John oh, does, in fact, start with a J. motherfucker. Orange, did you figure it out? FB? Yeah. I thought you were leading us into a hot take. Uh, no. We don't know what Mr. Braun's first name is, do we? His name's not Mr. Braun. It's, uh, his name is, like, Oh, shit. Yes, sir. I guess we don't know where the brawn comes from. Yes, sir. That's no, a good point, because uh, no his way. real name is like something Tanoji. Yes, sir. I think you might be right, though. She's, she's texting Papa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> good call. Good call. I think you're right. I'm hitching my wagon to that take. We never see a whole and a little girl together. Paradox? Well, John Titer says you can't meet yourself. Paradox. Amane <laughs> <laughs> uh, is having lunch with Daru at Okabe at their restaurant. She has no clue what gudon is. Where's gudon? Because I do not know. This uh, it's season. like beef bowls, I think. Beef bowls? Okay. Huh. Okay. So like a pork cutlet bowl? Not quite. Damn. I think it's soupier. A beef bowl. Daru re remembers that Okabe Forced him to pay last time, so Okabe's got to pay up. But uh oh, guys, <laughs> who's this? Okabe's Swiss bank account's a bit act. <laughs> this is so dumb and so great. I love this. Uh, he knows he's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love the waitress. Yeah, the shot uh, of yeah, her. She's it. so done with them. Yeah, she's yeah. like, no cell phones. Come on, you guys. You guys. She's know. not even angry. She's like, no cell phones. She's yeah. just. She's out. And Dar's like, don't worry. He's just pretending. <laughs> Um, Ma Mayuri shows up. I think Makase shows up at some point too, and we have the whole we have another stare down. And did we last week 
I feel like Monkey said something about Steinsgate being a cup. Yeah. And did I go on like a tangent to the Holy Grail? Yes, you did. Okay, great. Perfect. Because I'm right. Because now we're doing a lab member round table and Bakase is like, so what? Does that make you King Arthur? Boom. King Arthur reference. Oh, my God. Holy grail. <laughs> it's done. I solved the series. <laughs> I don't think. You said it was a cup. Yeah, dude. You're fucking cup? trying to drink water okay, out of okay, it. Okay. Okay. I did a little bit of research. I actually did a little bit of research, too. Uh, Stein is a like a German cup. I guess okay. what you yep. pour bowl of beer into and stuff. And it comes from like the, the the first steins that were made were from stone, so it also comes from the word stone. Stone okay. gate? Did we uncover it? Stone cup gate? I don't know about the cup part. Holy but. grail! Holy grail! Holy grail! <laughs> <laughs> I've said it three it's times so in a row. You cannot refute me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why do you make a King Arthur reference? Why do you reference one of the most influential mythologies to all of storytelling if you're not doing it on purpose? So right? they decide to name it D-Mail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's because this guy's so full of himself that he wants a fucking round table. But but the whole point of the round table is that no one's at the head of it. Yeah, it's a good take. I'll give it to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No, a round table specifically exists, and so everyone is seen as equals. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Okabe's reasoning is not because everybody's equal. No, of course not. So the writers can shoehorn in a King Arthur reference so they can say, look at us. We're so clever when we re- make our Holy Grail reveal. I'm pretty sure this show is not about the Holy Grail. I, I'm pretty sure this show is about cups. We can agree. Everybody can agree on that. Okay. But Holy a, Grails? No. Holy Grail is a cup. It's the ultimate cup. No, it's not the ultimate cup. The it's ultimate the ultimate cup. <laughs> it holds the waters of life. I made that up. Um, Makase, I think, wants to call it. Makase wants to call it mail that flies through time. And then Daru wants to call it male that leaps through time which is a reference <laughs> to the movie the girl who leapt through time which is an anime because he's a fucking weeb Mayuri wants to call it back to the male <laughs> to or, which they say no and she says or delorean, DeLorean mail i remember that one yeah and then makase is like all right how about just d mail for short and everybody's happy about it except yeah. okay <laughs> she goes like they they have some stuff with the banana they're gonna microwave another banana Mayuri's sad because she has She's running out of bananas. <laughs> I'm going to be out of bananas soon. But it's all right. Makase will buy her some. She bumps her head and then goes and stands with uh, Mayuri who rubs her head and says, pain, pain, go away. <laughs> so good. And this is where Okabe does like, all right, get out of your little Yuri field over there. That one was pretty good. That one was pretty good. Because the focus was on, it wasn't the Yuri part. It was, hey, we need you over here. Well, he wasn't being like, yeah, rubber head. He was like, knock that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Make that Yuri feel stronger. <laughs> uh, and then they replicate another Jelbana. Although bum, the bum. subtitle of this one for me said Jelbana, which I might like better. <laughs> Jelbana. Yeah. And then we see, or they do their text experiment, and the text went back five days and split into two. You, do you guys think that means something if it splits into two? I don't know, because they do, like, hammer out the rules of, like, how many Japanese and English characters can be sent in these texts. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it actually means anything, though. That'll be interesting to see. She sends him something like, uh, Okabe was, in, and then it splits as, as an airhead or something. Yeah, and he's like, what does that mean? And then <laughs> they're food shopping later, and he puts it to him. He's like, she called me empty-headed, fuck! 
<laughs> and and Drew was like, it took you that long? <laughs> kind of proves his point right there. Yeah. He tells Starhur to go put all the food back because he's a cheap ass. <laughs> Specifically the chocolate. Yeah. And then he really zones in on that jello. Mm, wonder what he's thinking about. Remembers all the jelly people. Um, and then Moika shows up. He doesn't have his phone. I think we hear her talk for the first time. Or does she talk when we first meet her? Uh, I think she has to get his email address out of him. I don't remember. Hmm. All I remember is they saw like a whole thing of her. And all I could see was that uh, checkerboard belt buckle. And I'm like, I fucking love that belt buckle. I really hmm. want that belt buckle. I was actually going to like kind of slightly compliment her looks here. And then Darwin just fucking ruined it. Yeah. Darwin ruined. Yeah. I will go out on a a limb here maybe maybe this is an extremely hot take i think most of the characters in this show have a pretty good design yeah they all have good designs i actually like everyone's designs they don't they don't actually over sexualize these which i actually do like yeah i mean like even okabe again in these past couple episodes i started to really appreciate the way he looks like he looks a uh, he looks kind of crazy, but when you see him in like the right angle, it's like, oh, this guy just looks tired and disheveled. Yeah, where are we? Oh yeah, she leaves because Dara ruins everything, and Okabe didn't have his phone on him. Uh, they get back, and Amane relays to them to <laughs> Braun want, tells him stop sa- shaking shit or he's gonna raise their rent like ten thousand yen. Yeah. Um, and also I wrote Amane is from the future here, and I don't know why. I think it just clicked for you. <laughs> No, it definitely clicked for me earlier, but like I feel like something happened here. Then, like, oh, of course, like this is this pretty much cements it. I don't remember what. I don't specifically remember what she was saying, so I don't know. Cause I, I just I remember focusing on uh, God, what is his name? Okanabe. Okabe. Okabe. I, f- I remember Okabe. focusing on Okabe so much, talking to uh, Mister Braun and how fucking scared he was that because everything was still shaking. <laughs> and Braun just looked up and he stood up, and then we were like, oh shit. Yeah. I love his little I love CRTs or whatever apron too. <laughs> uh, Makase figured out D-mail in the meantime where she talks about, she goes over the rules we talked about earlier with like the uh, character limits. And one second is one hour. Yes. One second on the microwave sends it back an hour. Yeah. And of course we know objects yeah. become jelly. And yeah. This is where I wrote it down where I was like, it's not funny anymore, Daru. Oh yeah. I, th- I think this is probably the exact scene he does it like three times in a row. But we can skip over the sadness and go right into the funny part. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, we've got the first time machine. And they're like, but CERN already beat us. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that's so good. And then uh, Makase said, and we also didn't really develop it. It's just a microwave and a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> they just completely shit on him. <laughs> yeah. Someone needs to take that guy down a peg. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then we get the weird dream. We're fucking in it, boys. Man, y'all get any of this shit? Oh no, I do not get any of this. This is I think this is the kind of scene where after you finish watching the show, it makes a thousand percent more sense. Mm, yeah, because she just kept saying, Don't look back. Anything else in there? I, I should have wrote down more of the sayings, No, but it, it was a lot of stuff of like like I said, it, it's probably very important, but I think it's more like hindsight context of stuff we don't have yet. A lot of it'll make more sense when we know more. Otherwise, yeah. it is just like cryptic future talk. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just looking at the wiki. It says, Okabe reaches for the black hole, then he's surrounded by darkness, and he becomes a jelly man. Yeah. 
for one, the song in the scene absolutely rules. Uh, this set of episodes, actually, I really started to appreciate the music as a whole in this series. I think it's really good. Um, but this song specifically is so, so good. I actually <laughs> didn't even realize that I put it on my Spotify when I was trying to add the the intro because <laughs> I heard it looking for the intro. I was like, oh, this song is actually good too. Let me put that on there. <laughs> wow. He wakes up getting texts from Moeka or Kiryu. Do you guys want to go with Moeka or Kiryu? Uh, I like Moeka. Okay. She's sending him a bunch of email and basically like, hey, I'm at your house. Let me in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sh- then, I'm honestly, yeah, I'm straight crushing up, on her. Yeah. yeah. He, he lets her in and he's like, hey, why don't you just talk? And she's like, it's easier to send mails. It's not. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, she's it. pretty good at it. Yeah. Have you actually, no. like, have you guys kind of like, like looked at what she, like some of the, instead of there's the translations, like what she's sending specifically? Or like, I know it sounds dumb. Like a lot of times, let me just jump to the point. <laughs> it's in Japanese. Well, a lot of times, like, oh, I, I don't know, on Country Roll, it says specifically, like it translates Japanese up top. Yeah. Too. And so like, it'll say like in the subject line, it's like, please. And then the the, the uh, thing is like, let me in. Yeah. <laughs> the message, which I think yeah, is kind of yeah. funny. That's, I don't yeah, know, that's, that's kind of interesting. Well it's funny you say that because actually um, later when they're all sending text backwards, I did, for whatever reason, I paused and looked at one. And I don't think the text actually matched up with how they translated it. Because mm. I could read Hiragata. Sheesh. And we get lab number 005. Yeah. Well, not quite yet, because she's start she photographs the IBN and uh, oh, she yeah. wants to borrow it. She's like, Can I borrow this? He's like, No, I'm borrowing it myself. Yeah. And then she's like, And Daru walks please? in and is like, Good job about the time machine, right? Oh god, that was so fucking good. He's just trying to keep her out of it. Yeah. The fact that everybody's just saying time machine. Everybody comes in and say time machine. All, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Except for Mayuri. She was like, let me get a, let me use the microwave before you do experiments. I want to heat up this food. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, every single one of them mentioned the fucking <laughs> time machine. Yep. Because he covers after Daru does it. And then they come in and Maka says like, good really job on the couple. time machine. Is that well, mean good funny. couple? No, it's not, but, you know. Yeah. What? O- Okabe can't cover properly? No, Okabe cannot we cannot do that. And then um, he pretends a phone call is happening again, and <laughs> Moeka texts him. He's like, don't text me while I'm making a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and the text says, is that FB? And he's mm-hmm. like, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> And then we get lab member 005. Are we good with episode six? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 I, I had a question, actually. Do you think that was a dream? Uh, an actual dream? Yeah. As opposed to, like, a flashback or a flash forward kind of thing? Is this lost? <laughs> What's the uh, deja vu, right? Uh, sure. I think yeah. it's deja I do think it's deja vu. So you think that has already happened in, like, a previous life? Or what do you mean? Well, I think it happens in the future, and he's remembering it now. Okay. Interesting. Maybe not necessarily with all the talking, but I think that we're going to see that scene again. No, I'm just saying, episode seven is when it gets to time fuckery. We already get into that part. Oh, baby, let's get into the time fuckery. Let's jump into time fuckery, baby. Divergent singularity. (laughs) Okabe breaks the microwave. (laughs) Uh, oh, look. 
Okabe's being overdramatic. <laughs> Guys, Okabe's my favorite character. What a now. twist. <laughs> I think Mayur even gets bummed out that he breaks it too. Wait, did he break it? Yeah, he rips the door off. Oh, of the microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mayur yeah. is definitely said. Yeah, okay. I thought we were talking about the 5100 for some reason. No, 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 no. Uh, we go downstairs. Uh, Mayuri and Nai, uh, who we learn is Mr. Braun's daughter, <laughs> tutoru at each other. Tutoru. <laughs> Which was, this was adorable. It was so very much adorable. And that's why tutoru is going to break my heart. Yep. He's going to keep saying it just so it lessens the pain. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but we do meet Braun's daughter because um, he's out. Um, any thoughts on Braun's daughter? She's adorable. She is adorable. Okay. And I think I think she currently is the most sane character we've met. In her current form, not as Moeka. Yes. I don't think it's my okay. Um, yeah, like you said, <laughs> he's out, so they get all excited and go back to do more experiments. <laughs> yep. Did did we already talk about the door already upgraded a microwave? Uh what do you mean? He upgraded the microwave where everybody anybody can text a phone now. What was that last episode? Uh, no, it's this one, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's not the door, but he, yeah, he rewrites some code so that way they can all, yeah, anyone can send a text message through time now. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's, yeah, the, God, when she takes a picture, he's like, no photographs. And then it was the most monotonous, it's to celebrate, I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, speaking of the celebration, we got vegetable juice. No Dr. Pepper, though. You're not a Dr. Pepper. Dr. Paporian. <laughs> so I kind of forgot what happens up until the lottery scene. So Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's no Dr. Pepper. He wants to do a round table. He's going off on his shit. And this is so, like, one of my favorite scenes because the whole time Moeka is just blowing up his phone. Oh, yeah. I, he's, okay. He's yeah. ranting and raving. And we just hear bzz, bzz, bzz. <laughs> And bzz. it's so funny because every time he says, like, he'll say something stupid and everyone will pause. And then we hear it, like, it's even a pause on the phone. And then we hear, <laughs> like, Moeka manages to have really great comedic timing through text. <laughs> it's actually really fucking good, too, because um, Okabe says to uh, Makasi, he's like, uh, Makasi's like, yeah, I'm not going to go to every store to find you a Dr. Pepper. And he's like, I want you to go to every store until you find me Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I mean, she I don't know why I'm so ass- concerned about vegetable intake. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, it's so she good. She is his assistant, Christina, after all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Christina, cell 17, the zombie. Cell 7, celeb 17, sorry. What, yeah. does, what does that mean? Anybody, like, celeb 17, I think, was a joke about, like, because he said, like, I, I don't want to take advice from some rich kid living in a hotel paid for by their parents oh okay that's where celeb 17 came from it's like celeb 17 and then she's like i'm 18 ah that makes more sense now and zombie zombie because she died and came back to life oh okay that's actually really i don't know where the cell seven comes from but okay um yeah so they like you want to change the past we'll win the lottery and again everyone's like you fucking greedy asshole what are you doing you just want money. I was kind of with them. Oh, no. What did I say? What did I say in the first four episodes about the lottery, you guys? Oh, that was a week ago. You know why I said yeah. Owens about it? I don't play your Blue's Clues games. Okay, fuck <laughs> you, dude. I'm saying, if you're a fucking time traveler, 
you oh are you'd a be super rich, rich that's guy. right yeah, yeah, yeah you'd yeah, be yeah, rich yeah. there's yeah, no like now. there's no way right there's no way you cannot be rich if you're if you're a time traveling kind of guy and this just proves my point john trader or whatever his name is tighter johnny Titerwin is not a real guy if he's not rich remind me in about five minutes to disprove your point oh okay i was just saying though is it is this one of those things is like you can't be a time traveler and not be rich but of course, we're going to get time travel with us, not rich. Speaking of rich. Also, I don't know how you fuck up the numbers. Oh, we're not there yet. But 200 million yen is about $1.9 million. Oh, my gosh. And he doesn't want to get it just because he's afraid of the. Because that publicity? was like a lot. No, I think that that was I think that was just like, holy shit, we're basically stealing this now. So, like, that's a little too much. No, that's dude, what I got from that, it. Dude. Take that don't, one million. And yeah, nine, no, don't dude. get me wrong. I'm with you, Sal. Yeah, dude. You know how many phone microwaves I could buy with that? Facts. I'm with you, Sal. Exactly. But I think, I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Do you think that's why he... It's funny because I don't agree with either of you, but I think Monkey accidentally made the correct point. <laughs> um, at least the way I read it is Okabe is freaking out about that much money because, yeah, if he has $1.9 million suddenly, he can't keep running this fucking rinky-dink microwave operation, right? He's got to get something real going. Yeah, you might be right. Like, he could get a real lab with real equipment. And I don't think he's ready for that. That's fair. Well, either that or he's delusional and thinks the organization is going to find him. But I'm more read it as this, like, the increasing, like, insecurity in what's going on for Okabe. And this was just an illustration of that. But <laughs> And during all this... Oh, actually, I think it's right before this. Uh, Moika tries to borrow the IBN. Like, Daru is actually putting it in a box already. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. And he's like, what are you doing? It's like, pay attention to your phone. She kept asking. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Um, Then we get the lottery stuff. And in the background, Mayuri is giving Moika a tour. So good. She takes a bunch of photos. I like the the pick sound. Like, you just hear... And then yeah. like, someone looks at her and she goes, you look like you were having fun. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, Makise and Okabe were like giving each other shit about something. Yeah. But she's the last person I'm going to think is like, you look like you were having fun. <laughs> That's a grain of salt coming from you. Uh, I think she was right. I think she was too. But as we learned from Daru, Makise is a tsundere. And Makise knows what a tsundere is because she objects. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love this. She knows. Well, we are at the part where they are starting the experiment and or they're about to start it. It's like on Okabe to press the button and he starts like freaking out. Um, <laughs> he's getting real scared about it because he doesn't know what's going on, what's going to happen. He's getting all these people involved now. And then he says to himself, Elsai Kongaroo. Elsai Kongaroo. Presses the button. We get some distortion shit. He gets a little bit of a vision, and then we come back to the room, and he's like, how long have I been just standing here? And they're like, just 30 seconds. Okabe rant to time machine? Does he yell at the time machine? Okabe rant to time machine. Oh, ran to time machine. I can't write. Yeah, he runs over to the time machine to see what's going on. Yeah, and it turns out the lotto numbers did get sent back. And we learned that this is basically like while the conversation was happening, what like they were planning what on what to do mm-hmm. to test it. And that is when he has jumped back to. So no one else has any idea that they've already decided to do the lottery or that yep. he's done it. They actually changed the past. Mm-hmm. 
but no one remembers except for Okabe. We learned that he gave the numbers to Ruka to go play the ticket for him. Uh, but he got one of the numbers wrong. So they didn't get the buddy. Well, what's more important is we see the Dr. Pepper bottle on the table. Mm-hmm. Wait, I actually didn't pick up on that Dr. Pepper thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> I saw. Well, yeah, I'm pretty I was, sure it's like a full frame shot. I was, yeah, yeah, I was so focused on the Prangles. <laughs> really? Okay. In my head, I, it make, I vividly remember seeing the Dr. Pepper now. I just didn't make that distinction because I think I saw the Dr. Pepper and I was like, man, they 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 just said they outright said Dr. Pepper. But they were like, they renamed Prangles. So I guess something happened there. <laughs> and then I, th- I forgot about. Yeah. OK. Well, I'm really curious what changed in the past that caused Makase to be able to get Dr. Pepper this time. It's the butterfly effect. Well, yeah, obviously, but... Is that what this one's called? No, is this is Divergent Singularity. Fuck! Alright, sorry. Did you guys see all the butterflies during the butterfly one? During yes. the opening scene? Has that always been there? Uh, I don't know, actually. I forgot to relook. Anyway. Amane, we get a shot of her outside on the bench, staring at her trinket again. And Okabe comes out. Not okay. He looks bad. And he's like, oh, I think I've been brainwashed or something. That's what it was. Yeah. And she grabs him, throws him onto the bench, like jumps on him and just starts staring into his eyes. And it's like, oh, good. There's no chip. Um, also, during this scene, we get. I, OK, this is the time I, I rewound and paused like three separate times because this shot of Nye playing with the bike, you know, obviously her pedaling it. There's no time. But the shot of it with like her face divided by the wheel looked super weird for some reason. Hmm. Do either of you know what I'm talking about or is this just me? Uh, I, think it's you. I remember the scene. I just don't remember the, the specific shot you're thinking about. Okay. It's probably nothing, but it just looked odd. I got a problem with the scene coming up in a second. Or not a scene, the end of this scene, actually. Is it where they can hear everything from outside? No. Okay, because we learned that. And then what? What's your what's your problem? Uh, the very end, like, so I'll just walk through and let's see if you guys got something. So uh, after that, what, Braun comes back? Um. Oh, no. Uh, Amane references John Titer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like, you can ask uh, John Titer. And he was like, what? Yeah. How do you know about John Titer? You got a quick re-explanation of the lines. We learned that Amane knows who John Titer is. Surprise, surprise. She knows more than she's letting on. And then yep. Mr. Braun gets back. To be fair, I don't know if she's actually been asked. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Asked about what? Like I like the whole the whole saying of she knows more than she's letting on. Which is what's happening, but like specifically she's not really like tricking them. I just don't think anyone's asked. Yeah. Yeah, but I think if you know I mean still you're not bringing forth the the thing though. Yeah, yeah. There's that fine moral line of not lying but not bringing out the full truth. Yeah. But yeah, so Braun comes back and uh, she she was like, "Don't tell your dad that I was slacking off." <laughs> yeah, this is good. And then uh, she runs in the store or whatever. And then he was like, "What are you doing with my kid?" She was like, "I do not trust you just out here with her, Okabe." And she was like, well, "We just weren't out here." Or he was like, "We just weren't out here." Uh, what's the part time girl was out here too? And he was like, "Was that true?" And she's like, "Yes." She told me not to tell you that she was slacking off. <laughs> No, she said, I can't tell you that she was slacking off, I promised. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this weirded me out. I think it's an anime thing, but, like, the scene ends with just us fading out, and you just hear her yell, like, I'm sorry, in, like, a weird, cute Japanese voice. And I was real uncomfortable with that. I have bad bad news for you about your porn animes that you're trying to watch. Maybe you shouldn't watch anime that are extremely horny. 
This because you will get much more of that, and it is trying to be horny. Oh. This uh, this I I noticed too, but I think I don't think there was like any supposed to be any weird implications. Yeah, there. I was just kind of like this. That could be just I got to get used to it thing. But. Yeah, I I think it's supposed to sound more like kiddish. It was just so yeah. shocking. It took me out of the story. Sure. We get a quick flashback, and Okabe sends a text to John Titer. Um, he get he we gets his t- while he's waiting for his text. Makase mocks him. Yeah, you're like waiting for your crush to text back. Yeah. Well, uh, and also, we're in like what 2010. So. They are just so shocked when a cell phone vibrates during this scene. It's like they've never heard one in their entire life. Dude, he's waiting for an important text. Yeah, all like, but like, it's if the first one I get, but the next seven are <laughs> little, <laughs> little over the top, guys. Because every time it's like, and they're like, <gasps> and I was like, okay. And then it's like, <gasps> and I was like, okay, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. He gets a text from Ruka and Moika. Ruka's like, I'm sorry. Uh, and Moika's being Moika. Uh, he gets a call from Daru who forgot his wallet so he can't get into the club. I, I do enjoy like a, 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 yeah. even though that they're show socked that the people want to talk to him. Uh, I do like that everyone's like texting him and like talking to him during this time. That's pretty good. Uh, and then he gets a call from Mayuri. He's like, you don't have to give him money. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, good. But also Okabe smiles when he's talking to Mayuri. And Makase notices, and he looks back real angry, and then she hides behind her magazine. They specifically make us know that. Yeah, because it is important. Yeah, there was a a sound behind it, too, right? A sound behind what? Like, there was a song behind uh, Conversation Joe's. Oh, yeah, there's like a really cheery song when he's talking to Mayuri. I think we hear it in the next episode, too. I just thought it was super weird they did this this time. Maybe this is the first time he talks to her on the phone, though. Maybe this is a... Thing that keeps coming up, but I just thought it was really weird. I'm like, this is super cheesy for like no reason. Sure, I can see that. So Tider makes a huge mistake. What do you mean? She gets pick up. I mean, just like <laughs> this man told a self-proclaimed mad scientist who made up an organization to be a messiah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, okay. That's at the very end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but like... Uh, well, yeah. Okay. We're pretty much there. So the, the thing is, uh, John Titer texts him back and basically confirms everything that we as the audience already know at this point. Um, but then he says, I want you to lead the world beyond the divergent, the 1% divergence. And true freedom or dystopia is what's beyond that 1% divergence. And John Titer wants Okabe to be the messiah. And Okabe is... In the parlance of our time, shook. <laughs> She's freaking out. Um, so I have two questions. One, because it's pertinent to this scene. Do you guys trust John Titer? Or do you think he's trying to y- use U- Okabe or something? I don't know if John Titer's trying to fuck with him or not, is the thing. I don't know if John Titer's an actual real post. Like, just as trolls. I'm getting major, like, he had, Titer has his own agenda. And at the moment, it lines up with uh, uh, Okabe. Jesus Christ, Okabe. And I think that he's, yeah, I think he's using him in that sense. And then once he no longer needs Okabe, uh, oh, God damn it. Oh, I, actually, to be fair, I think Okabe is technically more correct. Okabe, yeah. Well, as like as, o- Okabe is just saying it faster. Gotcha. Really. Okabe, I think, yeah, he's using 
Okabe to get what he needs done at this time. And then I have a feeling that Titer would turn on him. Like, I'm getting those major, like, you know, vibes from him. Like, he's going to be mm-hmm. something that betrays, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a... I don't think John Titer is a good person if he does exist. I just think he's out for his gender, like Anthony said. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. This is where I had my hot take question. Yeah. So... Since we can change the past already, right? It's already established. Oh, no. Don't go with time shit. Go on. (laughs) Don't go time shit in the time anime, Anthony. And we see Moeka. So we kind of get that they don't come out completely normal. We don't know that. Nope. Don't know that. But my hot take is that Okabe uh, has fucked with time already so much that, that this organization thing, he actually kind of believes in more than he like just the fake phone calls that's what i thought in the very beginning of this i thought this the whole organization it's too fucked up for him to actually think of it like that but the more i know more of his character i don't know it could be either or but like i'm pretty sure this is not the first time jump i think they have already done it several times before i don't know because there's a lot of mismatches here because he's also like smart enough to like kind of get the basics of all this down, but I feel like because of that, he'd also be smart enough to call CERN the organization instead, but he still calls it the organization or like the one that, you know, that's chasing after yeah. him instead of CERN. So I just, there's so many mismatches in his like intellect and like character that it's really hard to pinpoint it, but like I'm thinking that he's already fucked up a little bit in the head. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm totally with you on. This is going to come like this is all going to close at some point. We are not like on a linear sequence of events for the entirety of this series, whether it's Okabe or like someone else or whatever. Time has been sufficiently fucked already. I agree. And we already I think the divergence one percent is pretty interesting, too. I I really wasn't thinking too much about that because you guys know the divergence, right? Like specifically what that kind of means. No, what does it mean? I mean, divergence is just like the the change in something, the variance in something. Yeah, essentially, it's just yeah, diverging. But like, I'm kind of interesting or interested. Do you think divergence, like one percent, means like he has diverged all time, all like every world? What do they call them? World, uh, world lines. Yeah, he's jumped so many world lines that he's diverged them enough to be considered one percent, or only, or what do you guys think divergence one percent is? Basically, the one percent is people who can uh, keep the memories. Is what I think the one percent is. Well, he's he's referring to a specific time or a specific event called divergent one percent, right? It's I not. A, I don't so. think it's. Or, a, I don't or, think it's or a, a concept. Yeah. Um. So I, I guess if I had to answer right now, I would say divergence one percent is maybe like, uh, um, inability to manipulate time on such a small scale that it almost, in a way, like. It becomes totally predictable and um, controllable, so it eliminates the pro- like the butterfly effect problems. Where when you do something, you know exactly what's going to happen. You're changing one percent. Interesting. Fuck. Now I can't sleep tonight. Thanks, Orange. <laughs> I don't know what you said. So <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was more alone thinking that that was an event that that like he's fucked with time so much that he's diverged. Like, I know, because time literally is almost an eternity, right? 
but he's mm-hmm. diverged one percent of eternity, and then that's when like all like I don't know something happens there. Like he I was mean, able to diverge. Could be right, and knowing anime, that's probably closer. <laughs> Damn, hold on. Uh, we we gotta start writing this fucking series as soon as possible. You're on your game right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I had. If you guys were uh, good to move on. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see if they explain divergence one percent, or if it's one of those things they just say a bunch, and we're all like, "Sure, man." I think it's that. My other question: Why do you guys think he retains his memories? Do you think it is just like some bullshit uh, non-reason that we're not going to get, or do do you have like an actual guess for something that like has context? This is the way I think it is. I think they're going to give us a reason. I'm just going to hate the fucking reason. I mean, if it, I, what I mean, yeah, is it, do you think it's just going to be some bullshit? Like, you have this special gene, so you remember it. Like, okay, who cares? Or do you think there's, they're going to try and, like, science it? I can't. The thing is, we don't know about this guy's um, past. So it could be that something happened to him when he's able to do this. We could have it give us what has happened to him. Mm-hmm. So I can't say either or, but. I mean, I know what you mean. I think it's going to be a bullshit reason. I don't think it's going to be a good reason. Okay. Anthony? Uh, I have no idea. I just, I know what 100% has to do with uh, humanist dead mismatch, though. <laughs> sure. Well, that that's what I mean. Do you think there's going to be, like, an actual reason, or do you think it's going to be just bullshit, like, a ge- basically genetics, like, pure random, that it's him? Or, you know, something to that effect. Yeah. Um. I hope it's not genetics. Because, I mean, we can also assume that Amane and Moeka are at least uh, similar. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be genes. I think something specifically is going to happen to a group of, like, or can happen to a group of people. like Or not, like, the group, but a group. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, so are you trying to say you think they are the or part of the, like, a successful run of time travel from CERN? For the most part. Whatever makes time travel successful, I think they... Uh, have received that whatever it is okay just a random question for both of you guys what do you guys think yes in the dark like just throw it out there what do you guys think makes him so special is that the question i just asked <laughs> kind of uh, yeah but like an actual reason yeah y- yours was do you his is what is i'm wondering if we have already seen that or not does it have to do with the spacecraft that crashed into the the satellite oh shit who do you think came out of the satellite? You know, satellites like not man-made, right? I mean, okay, but when the satellite crashed and he went up to the roof, there was someone making hand gestures at him in a spacesuit. What? Was the that? First, yeah, dude. Someone was making hand gestures. They were not in a spacesuit. I'm pretty sure they were in a spacesuit. Did he get space dust on or him? some sort I'm gonna of space say suit. That. I'm going to say that he knows his memories because he has space dust on on him. Yeah, I I, I think he is from like 13 Sentinels. Might be clouding my thing here but i think he is from kind of like what anthony was saying i, I think at least okabe is from uh, a f- future probably beyond 2036 where time travel has already been oh fuck here we go okay <laughs> it's all happening okabe <laughs> is from a far future a dystopian future where time travel has already been perfected by cern and they have used it to control the world Okabe is part of a project to go back in time and unfuck the world, and that project is being overseen by uh, John Titer, who is communicating through his present time into the past with uh, Okabe. 
the organization is actually real and has their own agents sent back in time to try and find the other people sent back in time and stop them from unfucking time. Makase might have ties to that organization. And that is why Amane is saying, hey, don't trust her. Okay, Anthony. Uh, he eats a lot of vegetables. <laughs> okay. Good joke. We have uh, Owens' theory. Okabe is sent back in time to fix it because he's the Terminator. Um, we have <laughs> we have my theory, which I don't even remember what my theory is. And then we have Anthony's theory, which is he eats vegetables. Okay. <laughs> I'm the only one fucking trying. <laughs> well, dude, after I was sitting back listening to yours, every thought I had was gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my, my theory was space dust. He has space no, dust. That's on a him. good theory. Like, if you hit it, I'm going to be mad a little bit, but I'm going to be happy for you. <laughs> okay. We, we can go to episode eight. <laughs> uh. All right. Episode eight Chaos Theory Homeostasis One. I was real upset when this one was a one. <laughs> Oh. I did not like to leave off on multi-part yeah, episodes. Uh, I think it's okay, though. Yeah, it's fine, but it still makes me mad. Uh, we pick up right where we left off. Okabe, he wants, or he gets told by John Titer to be the Messiah, and he starts losing his shades. Like, I can't be the Messiah. I'm a bad scientist. <laughs> his laughs are pretty good, though. Man, yeah, they, they are, are good. good. But again, like with the, especially with the context of his uncertainty of the last couple episodes, it's so interesting because, like, he doesn't want to change the world. He was just fucking playing bad scientist. Yep, because that way he does not want to do any of this. And now he's like, oh God, I could actually have such a major impact, but I don't know how and I don't know if I can and I'm terrified to do it. So I just have to lean back on my shtick and try and deflect. God, I love this duality like I'm watching because you're kind of very much like that he is like you know, still has his wits about him for the most part, and he's kind of playing, but, like, he seriously knows, like, and I'm kind of, I've been watching this episode on the assumption that he's just a, he's just fucking fried. (laughs) (laughs) And I really, I'm going to keep watching this with both of those in mind. Oh, yeah, I I definitely think that's the way to go, because I'm not a fully, I don't think he's fully there, but I think he's there enough. But he wants to redo the experiment and see if his special technique, the magic eye colon reading Steiner, is intact. So first up is Daru, and they try to send him a D-mail to know so he can win the Ferris Cup. It does not work. <laughs> Didn't he lose immediately this time? Yeah, he lost <laughs> immediately. What do you think happened? I think he's fucking dumb. I think I think uh Oh Oh Anthony mm-hmm. It's happening again, my man. What? I think it oh. did work, but Ferris Nyan Nyan works for the organization and they intercepted this and reversed it. <laughs> yeah, this one thing that's going to fuck it up. I mean, think about it. Why wouldn't it work? Either Daru is real dumb, it just didn't work, or it was somehow counterintelligence. So what I think happened is you're right. Daru is dumb and he sent <laughs> it to Nyan Nyan instead of himself. Oh, I, I figured he was just dumb and forgot. <laughs> I don't actually believe that Yan Yan theory. <laughs> Okabe and Makase discuss the experiment a bit. And he's like, hey, Makase, you do something. And she's like, you know, actually, I don't know if I want to change the past. That doesn't seem fair. 
Also, we've kind of neglected to mention that this whole time she like when they don't remember stuff, she's kind of like still been like, did you do something? Mm. Just I, I think I feel like we need to bring that into context soon, at least because it did happen last episode. Yeah, I mean, she she's definitely very much like catching on. She's buying into whatever's happening. Yeah, which that's actually a really good point. Do you think she actually doesn't remember or do you think she's just playing? Because we, we I mean, we've been told not to trust her. Yeah, I I, th- uh, I think at this point, at least as an audience member, we're to believe that she's not believing. But yeah, that could be an interesting th- take. God, that might hmm. be a good reason why she's not telling these guys what's happening. Because now you say about it, it does make sense that she would know that all this is happening. I mean, she is a fucking science, like super science lady. So like her believing this from Okabe is like super weird. I also truly believe that whatever she does happens in the future. Yeah, 100%. And it's already pretty obvious with this conversation that we're talking about now that she doesn't want to be the time traveler herself. Mm-hmm. So I think that she fucks people by being the science part of the CERN or something, you know, something involved there. I don't think that she actually uh-huh. goes back and does stuff. I think, well, actually, never mind, because she's died. Dude, I don't know. Holy, I'm throwing my pen down. I'm <laughs> tired, boys. <laughs> I love time fuckery. Dude, I actually do love time fuckery. Right, I'm, when it's I'm done getting co- excited. When it's done well. I'm so on board. But the, yeah, I well, say they what better do, do it right now. Is it doing? Is it done well? Owens? So far, I think it's done well. Yeah, the the true test comes like two thirds of the way through. Yeah, because <laughs> right now it's all questions. We're still on the incline. Who she's describing? Why she doesn't want to do it? Um, yeah, because you know she doesn't think it's fair to change the past, and she says, "I don't. I wouldn't change anything because that's all me, or whatever." That's an interesting take on her, like her part too. Yeah. Of just being like, man, that's all me. Like, why would I want to change that? That's what made me me. Yeah. Especially, you know, from her perspective, when time changes, she doesn't remember. Oh, yeah. So she'd effectively be making her forget parts of herself. And they're having this conversation, like, at the park. (laughs) Yeah. She did come down a slide too, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. That was. She was sitting on top of the slide. Yeah. And then Moeka sends a text. She wants to, (laughs) she wants to send one. And holy shit, she's there. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I heard that meme where it was just like, run. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, guys, uh, actually, something I haven't been writing these down because I think it's just been more or less moving forward. But I suspect it will start being fucky at some point. Um, we've been getting the intercuts of like the time and day. Yeah, it's yeah. going to get real bad. I'm we're going to get to see those moving all over the place. I bet. Yeah. We, we should be keeping notes on this, but uh, I'm not smart enough. I think I'm going to start doing too. it. I didn't because I, I went and checked the wikis after the episodes, and so far it's just been pretty linear. As soon as I start to feel like it's got to be like weird, I'll start keeping notes on it. But Braun and I show up to the shop, uh, and then Mayuri shows up, and <laughs> they toot through again, Toot-toot. and a little part of me dies. <laughs> <laughs> And she gives them can she gives uh Dai and Okabe candy. <laughs> Which didn't mean anything, but it was some anonymous looking candy. And then we get the stell down from Ananame. Uh I'm gonna ask about the time machine first. Yeah. She does it, she tries to do it real secretive to Okabe. Does a poor job as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but uh then Makase shows up and Moika shows up and starts taking pictures again. Yeah, yeah, we do get another stare down in there, and that kind of <laughs> kind of kills the vibe, and everyone goes upstairs. Uh, it's time for Moeka's D-mail, and her decision is to tell herself not to change phones. 
But before that happens, Ruka delivers a watermelon. And I, I wrote this, I, and I knew this was going to happen, that I was going to forget, like, the actual context. But I'm actually, when it's not just, like, all the meme shit, like, the nicknames and stuff, I'm actually really starting to enjoy the dynamic between uh, Okabe and uh, Makisei. Like, especially when they're talking about Ruka here, and they're both just, like, hanging back while everyone's getting excited about the watermelon, and they're like, oh, she's a good, or he's a good kid. And like, yeah, he is. Like, that they, they're... Was that before? They, oh, they, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the watermelon part. They have yeah. this weird dynamic where <laughs> they very clearly get along, but for some reason they don't want to. <laughs> and I enjoy it when they get along. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I forgot about this slide. This slide tickled me. Uh, Okabe says to Ruka, I think about delivering the watermelon and apologizing again for the lottery numbers. He says, your heart's eye will open soon. What? I don't remember the exact context. <laughs> but he goes into so his like weird. dramatic LARPing thing. <laughs> yeah, your heart's eye will open soon. Of course, yeah. Yeah, sure. Everybody just smile and nod, boys. Smile and nod. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and they go do their experiment and Moika's gone. Oh, the sh- watermelon's gone. Bum, yeah. bum, bum. <laughs> Okabe's reading couple activates. Nope, reading Steiner. <laughs> You're not getting away with that. <laughs> um, yeah, Okabe starts panicking and messaging Moeka. And she responds basically, yeah, what's up? Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, because I guess four days ago, because we're not really traveling in time at this point. We're not really pro- progressing. So we just keep going back four days, right? We're not going back four days, no. right? We're going back like five minutes, right? No, no, no. The, the past is changing. Yeah, sorry. The past four days is changing. We actually haven't progressed at any, like, in the days at all. We have. Yeah. We've progressed a couple of days, I think. In between everyone's texting? I think so, yeah. Well, then they would have met Moika. But but they send the text uh, four days back, which causes her not to come to the uh, the lab for some reason. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. So a couple days have passed, but not that many. I think. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I, I see. Okay, yeah, I can agree with this. Yes, that's what I was getting toward. But from Okabe's point of view, though, they went back like seven minutes or something like that. No, he they haven't gone back. No, because the watermelon's not there. Oh, yeah. yeah they I, keep yeah, going that's back. Right. They, yeah. Like every time that he comes to after his little reading Steiner power, it's always about like 10 minutes before they decide to do the thing. That's, yeah, that's an interesting thing, because I don't know if the show has made it clear if, like, if he actually goes back or if it's still the same time. The, well, the, thing, the thing you have to remember, though, is the scene later on, because Ruka was coming in with the watermelon, but she, um, but he did not go in because he heard the argument that was happening inside the place. If, if this was the same amount of time, Ruka would already be, would have already left because he would have dropped off the watermelon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's such a weird thing. Yeah. So it means that Okabe has not went. Okabe, the Okabe's physically, like, phys- physically self went back in time so many minutes ago before before the watermelon uh, yeah. entered the place. Yeah, that's strange. I, I don't fully understand because they haven't explained that rule. Everything else makes sense. Yeah, but like. But. 
And that's the fact that Moeka is not Dale is causing all this to like change the time the events occur. It, it's possible. Hmm. I, I, I don't think it, we it should. It would because he would be freaking out like she's not here. What's going on? And that's and Ruka listens to the time machine shit on the outside of the door with Okabe freaking out about Moeka not being there. And then that's why Ruka decides to not go in. So that, that that's what I mean. Like it's possible. I, I wish there was some indication of or maybe it just doesn't matter. I don't know. I think we'll get the answers to the questions later. Okabe kind of explains what's going on to Makise. And then she leaves with Mayuri. We get a little scene of them talking about like, hey, we should have a sleepover at our hotel. You can, you can come hang at my hotel. And then Ruka calls. So they rush back to the lab. And this scene's weird. Yeah. I don't know what's going behind that curtain, but I don't like it. Yeah, not a huge fan. Uh, Mayuri forces Ruka to wear her cosplay. I mean, though, beforehand, though, she, uh, Mayuri has asked Ruka if she wanted to cosplay, and Ruka has said no several times, and this is the one time she says yes, and we know why later on. Yeah. But, yeah, it's still not good. Still a weird fucking write-in. Why? I don't understand what's, what you guys have a problem with this. Uh, it seems very rapey and against consent. Uh-huh. I yeah, they they could have easily done the cosplay thing without the like Mayuri going in there and having Ruka be like, I could wait, I could do this by myself. Wait, don't touch me there. Like instead of that, just imagine them being like, Oh shit, your hands are cold. And then that was like it. It'd have been way more or less weird. Okay. And it just didn't do not need touch to be, people without their consent. It just it just like and it's Mayuri that's doing it. It's just weird. Like they don't they didn't have to write that that dialogue. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know why you're having a hang up under someone's because this happens a lot of times in animes when a girl and another girl goes inside the whole dress room together and then you hear the whole thing about um Okay, first of all, Okabe's a genetically a guy. Second, you don't uh, dude, I don't like it whenever it happens. It can happen in a lot of things. That doesn't mean I have to be okay with it ever. No, I, I'm, no I'm saying, though, another a girl and another girl usually, is usually what this scene is about, isn't it? Like, all the different other animes? I hope not. It um, happens It happens a lot. Like, oh, don't touch me, though. Like, there's a lot of, like, things like that in anime where it's, just, yeah. it's supposed to be played as comedic effect. And we have to remember that, if you guys remember, Rukia is considering... Herself as a girl, she does not consider herself as a guy. I don't care. It's it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl. If someone's saying that kind of words, just stop touching them. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's just something I don't understand. But I've seen I've I've seen this in anime all the time. Where a girl and another girl gets inside the dressing room, and then you hear Wonder Girl say, "Please don't touch me, though." It happened. It's like it's supposed to be playful or something. I don't can know. Be as it's playful. It. it it's an attempt at being playful, but it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about because, unfortunately, it, it happens in, like, a lot of hot springs or beach scenes and stuff, too. And, like, yeah, it never works. But after that, so we found out that the message that or he wants to do is to send a message back in time to become a girl. Yes. And then he finds that the way, best way to do that is to send, or they, I guess it was kind of a cumulative thing is to send to his mother to eat more vegetables uh-huh 
which they couldn't do, which I kind of like that they kind of like caught themselves here. They were like, well, there's no cell phones back in 93. Or it was like 70 or something like that. Or yeah. And then no, they, yeah, I think it was 93. It was around there because I think, yeah, they, yeah. the word, I think the year 96 was when cell phones became getting popular. But so they're like, all right, we'll find out if she has a pager. We can send her a pager. And Okabe's like, yes, it's brilliant. I found it out. <laughs> he gives himself a pat on the back because, of course. And is there anything that happens in between that important? Uh, they do also have the kind of weird scene where Makase is not convinced that Ruka is a boy. Oh, yeah, because oh, he she does touch him. Yeah. Or feels him touches his chest and we get a flash of the male symbol. Yeah. Well, she's you like, have to huh? remember that fucking, um, what's what's her name? Um, uh, the Makisi, what's called? See, uh, because whenever Ruka comes out with her fucking pink outfit out, everybody's like fucking enamored by her, wherever it is, and including Makisi. So she's like, oh my gosh, this girl is fucking beautiful. Yeah. And she, yeah. And then. She's like, wait, she's a girl, right? And then she touched her, yeah, touched her breast. And then she's like, oh, no, this is a guy. And I just touched a guy. So, I mean, that's a thing. So, I just don't remember what happens after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then fucking, I forget, but the Mayuri says, um, it's fine. Cute is justice, which I thought was hilarious. Whenever she made Ruku uh, do the cosplay. Yeah. But yeah, they, they basically come up with this whole plan of Ruka finds out that uh, their mother had a pager and gets the number. So they come up with the plan to send. I think the message ends up being eat veggies um, or eat veggies for a healthy child. Um, and it's something like the, 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 the conceit of it is like it only sends numbers, but it can somehow read out as a message. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. It, it was weird, but so we got we got to this whole thing because Luca overhauled them through the door because everybody in this fucking um lab is so fucking loud. It is crazy how loud they are. <laughs> yeah, they they're constantly screaming. Um, they send the message and the reading Steiner activates. Dun dun. dun. I gotta stop doing that. I'm sorry. Reading couple. <laughs> And we get back. He's got to stop doing that, too. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> um, and we get back, and Okabe is looking around, and he's not sure if anything changed. They're just kind of chilling on the couch, having a good time. Uh-huh. He mm-hmm. decides to stare at Ruka's chest for a while. But he's still like, okay. And he comes to the conclusion, it failed. But the reading Steiner activated, so something changed. And that's the episode. Okay, so I have a question. Do you guys think this happened? You think Ruka changed into a girl, or you think she's still a guy? I don't know. Um, I kind of, I kind of wish they would actually. I know this is part one of the episode, but I kind of wish okay, they would have asked the question or like ask Mayori if Ruka's a a girl to see what other stuff happened. Yeah, and also I feel like it. It's more of a setup for like it actually didn't work, but something did change. Because if they come back next week in the first two minutes is, oh, Ruka's a girl now. That's kind of like a wet fart. But Ruka wants to be a girl. More power to you, Ruka. I hope you get what you wish for. But for the sake of this anime, I hope it's not just Ruka's a girl now and that's what changed. I hope something else changed. And the next couple of episodes, because I think this is actually a three-parter, is about um, figuring out what changed and like dealing with the consequences of that. And we start to see their their minor stuff things start to have greater implications. So that's a perfect segue because uh, we're done with this episode, right? 
Yes. Um. So what, if anything, do you think has changed? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I know, man. They they literally leave you like hanging. I think on most of these. It's so it's so hard to like make questions on this series. I think because the whole series is like it's all it's giving you is other questions, and then like, <laughs> I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you just ask those questions. <laughs> But yeah, like, but the answer to everything at the moment is I don't know. So it's hard to think of a question that you would have an answer to. I mean, we've talked about multiple questions. Yeah, I think we've covered them, though. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Episode eight was very fast. Like, it's just, I think, yeah. Yeah. Could have been a stronger set of episodes, honestly. Um, needed more Ferris Nyan That's just, yeah, that's the only reason <laughs> you're saying it needs strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> So I remember specifically saying I don't want to get heartbroken again, and I think they're gonna they're they're gonna have me, they're gonna have my heart in their hands at the end of this. I'm getting into it, guys. Oh yeah, that, that's a good question. How are you guys feeling so far? I don't want Mayori to die. I I don't mind anybody else. I just don't want Mayori to die. No, I mean like on the series. Like how how are we um, so far? I don't want Mayori to die. I hope this season <laughs> that's all he die. cares about. <laughs> Dude, she she's such I I I like I really do like upbeat characters, and she's so upbeat and so adorable. Anybody else, I really don't care. I mean, I always saw Maki say die, so I mean, I wasn't too hot uh too heartbroken about that. So, see, the heartbreak doesn't come from the character dying; <laughs> it comes from the reaction of the living characters. Anthony, how are you so far? Uh, yeah, I think I covered it like in leading into that. I uh I am on board. They've sold me. Okay, great. Now, and now it's I'm their, in. it's it's their, fucking, my hand, my heart is in their hands now. I fully expect this show to absolutely emotionally destroy me, honestly. And to quote a character that will probably die, do not put anything weird in my heart, dude. Oh wait, there was a there was a line that I wanted to discuss. I forgot what Lewis. Tell me that wasn't good though. It's real good. I don't shit. I think I want Makase to be okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Unless this show falls off a cliff Evangelion style, I'm going to fucking sob like a goddamn baby. <laughs> uh, any final closing thoughts, hot takes? Um, no. Nothing I haven't already given in the previous couple hours. Hot take. Mikasa, Mikasa's uh, hair color is uh, not her real hair color. Okay, are there implications behind that, maybe? Yeah, she went and bought no, hair dye. I, I just wanted to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next week we will be doing episodes 9 through 13 of Stein's Gate through the halfway point, and I feel like we are, I think in this next batch, we are going to hit our, uh, we're going to hit our first drop <laughs> if shows our roller coasters. Next time on My First Anime. Will Monkey care at all about any of the time bullshit? Time. Time is a word. <laughs> Will Anthony ever have a theory that he has conviction in? I don't know. I just don't know, man. You know? And will I get my fill of Ferris Nyan down? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Find out next time on my first anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at Chris R. Bailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream 
STMonkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. I play single-player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And Situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First, First Anime. anime.